Old powers waken, shadows stir, an age of wonder and terror will soon be upon us, an age for gods and heroes. The glass candles are burning, and you're listening to the Obsidian Nights Podcast. Hello, my sweet summer children. I'm back with another episode of the Obsidian Nights podcast. And on today's episode of the Obsidian Nights podcast, where we go through A Song of Ice and Fire book by book and chapter by chapter, I am joined by Steph Linus. Steph, how you doing? I'm good. Thank you, Gray. How are you? I am great. And I'm so glad you're here with me again to cover a chapter. And this one happens to be one of the better ones of a game of thrones um mm-hmm. it is the last Tyrion chapter in a game of thrones <clears throat> and we have a lot of tywin action going on and tywin mm-hmm. is one of my favorite villains of a song of ice oh, and fire yeah. <laughs> love some love some tywin and in game of thrones love charles dance playing tywin he was great wasn't he he yeah i don't see the tywin pick i know he's meant to be bald but in my head he'll always be charles dance same <laughs> yeah i don't like the picture of him in the world the the world of ice and fire that they put i just think no no that's not him i'm glad they changed Tyrion though because book Tyrion is way less attractive <laughs> yeah i love peter dinklage oh. like they yeah. one thing game of thrones excelled at was casting yeah. was oh, casting God, for yeah. sure yeah So the chapter opens up and it says, they have my son, Tywin Lannister said. They do, my lord. The messenger's voice was dulled by exhaustion. On the breast of his torn surcoat, the brindled boar of Craig Hall was half obscured by dried blood. One of your sons, Tyrion thought. So this is, this chapter is taking place after the Whispering Woods where Mm -hmm. Rob has captured Jaime Lannister. Yep. And Tywin is fucking beside himself. <laughs> yeah, he's shitting gold himself in his pants, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's uh, one of your sons. Basically, fuck you, Tywin. <laughs> I yeah. am your son as well. <laughs> yeah, and Tyrion is... Like, t- the relationship between Tyrion and Jamie and the dynamic between Tyrion and Tywin mm. is very interesting to me because mm. Tyrion never, like holds resentment towards jamie for his father's yeah yeah definitely but he does i find it quite sad actually that Tyrion can't see when jamie tells him that it was tywin who told him that actually she taisha going jumping way ahead here but he said taisha wasn't actually a horse you know she was everything you thought she was Mm -hmm. And and it kind of pushes Tyrion into dark Tyrion, although He's always, it's kind of already in there. Um, he's already been like half and half. Yeah, yeah. It, like his like his mismatched eyes, he's got, you know, light and dark in there. Um, but I just, I can't understand what, I mean, I can understand because he's angry, but he can't see that Jamie is as much manipulated by and as much just ruined by Tywin. Um that this is actually that Tywin is the evil one, not Jamie. And obviously, he goes up and kills his father. 
after this moment. But he's but he spends most of his time uh, in Essos hating Jamie, and I find it really weird that he, as someone who is purported to be one of the more clever, intuitive people, that he can't see that he there's no thought in his head that thinks Jamie. I see why you had to do that because what what else could Jamie have done if Tywin says you have to tell him it was a whore? Right. He was his Jamie was his father's bitch. Yeah, like, straight up. What could Jamie have said? I mean, everyone <laughs> is Tywin's bitch. Like, let's be yeah. real. Yeah. The only person that does defy Tywin is Tyrion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and Tyrion pays for it forever. Forever. For his whole life. Until the moment he shoots him on the toilet, that's it, you know. Um and I find I, Tyrion is he. I can't ever decide whether I love him or I don't love him. <laughs> I hate him. You know, he's such a he's such a really well written character. I think the fact that I spend so much time back and forth about it because I hate dark Tyrion. I can't him like in Essos. Although I do really like him on the Roin. His time on the Roin is really good. Um, yeah. Uh, on that boat, the shy maid. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good insight into yeah. Tyrion as well. It is, it is. But he's, you know, he's meant to be like I imagine him as like, you know, like Lan the Clever started House Lannister, and I just sort of think of Tyrion as like he's meant to be this sort of like imps and stuff. We're meant to be like these spry, clever, um, like little magical people who were clever and they could and tricksters mm-hmm. and that's like another meaning of imp isn't it um yeah and I, and I just think of Lan the clever is very similar and i'd be really i'd be really interested to find out do we have any pictures of Lan the clever like was he actually an imp too um, um well we do know that he was small like one of the yeah. tales is that he like sl- slathered himself in butter and then mm. like slid through a, a cleft in the rock well, so you would yeah. have to be small to do some yeah, shit like yeah. that. If that's well, exactly a true story. I mean, what a lovely thing to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rub yourself in butter. <laughs> and slide on up in a castle rock. <laughs> nice. That's a lovely Saturday afternoon, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. But like Tyrion is, he's meant to be like, this really clever character. And he is. But he's also so blind and sometimes I just think stupid. Um, and, but it's all, be, I think it's genuinely because of Tywin that he has these moments of blindness and stupidity because he is so desperate for acceptance and love from his family, just desperate. And he yeah. is so clever, like his, all the things that he does when he's in King's Landing and like the, he talks his way basically into getting essentially Bronn uh, defends him in the Vale and he almost turns cat to him to like thinking or maybe he's not actually this bad guy that I think he is he's so good but then he's just blinded when it comes to his family like Cersei like Cersei's so horrible to him (laughs) but there's this part of him that I think just wants her approval and wants Tywin's approval yeah and he definitely wants he definitely wants their approval Mm. and he's just wants to be loved he wants love it's you know? the heart in conflict with itself. Yeah. And he wants to be loved so much. Like, that's why he wants Taisha back. It's, and it's why he, and he, like, we get to this in this chapter. He takes Shay with him to get, because he, he's, he, he, he spends a lot of the time talking, like, going, oh, I'm so stupid. Of course, she's a whore. She doesn't love me. But he also convinces himself that she does. Yeah. Um, 
it's like he's he's going through that thing that a lot of people go through in real life like don't hate the player hate the game because you knew the person was a player but you fell for their games Mm -hmm. like you knew it all along yeah and and Tyrion is the same way like he knows yeah but he's stupid yeah and and it's when it comes to love when it comes comes to to love love and family yeah and also one other time that he's stupid and (laughs) And it's brought, and it's almost brought up later on the chapter. We'll get to it eventually when Tywin essentially tells him who to, who on the council to take care of all these stupid people. Mm-hmm. And I just think, why does he never take care of, of Littlefinger? Littlefinger's basically got him in the shit. Littlefinger yeah. said it's his, it was Tyrion's dagger. Tyrion's the guy who tried to kill your son. It mm-hmm. gets him kidnapped. It basically starts the War of the Five Kings. And at no point does Tyrion say, hey, Tywin, hey, dad. You know this whole war. Thing. Yeah. You know, well, Littlefinger like fucking started this shit. He never says I, it. He doesn't do anything about it. Like, he, he just sits and stares at him from across the small council table and never. And, and it's so not Tyrion. Mm. It's kind of not Tyrion esque because Tyrion, yeah. like, he is, when it comes to politics, he is fucking brilliant he's amazing he's amazing he should have taught ned stark what to do when you get to king's landing yeah this is he he should write he was at the wall with john yeah he was (laughs) instead of ned um poor ned Ned. um so in the chapter like they're like having the meeting of all like tywin's Mm -hmm. lords and Tyrion's in there and like they're trying Mm -hmm. to figure out what happened like what went down and they talk about um our outriders had been banishing Mark Piper's work, we thought. The ones who did come back had seen nothing. A man who sees nothing has no use for his eyes, the mountain declared. Cut mm. them out and give them to your next outrider. Tell him you hope that four eyes might see better than two. And if not, the man after him will have six. Lord Tywin Lannister turned his face to study, to study Sir Gregor. Tyrion saw a glimmer of gold as the light shone off his father's pupil but he could not have said whether the look was one of t- approval or disgust. And I think it was a look of approval. Oh God. Yeah. Like Tywin is, he is Machiavellian and he loves that thing. He's, Oh God. He just like gets off on burning shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's yeah. go and pillage. Let's go. Re- I love that. He calls it foraging. Like mm-hmm. go to have a four. It makes it sound like they're just going to go pick mushrooms and like garlic and <laughs> yeah berries. But actually, <laughs> I'm going to go burn down like, the only harvest they have as autumn is setting in and winter is coming. And we're going to fuck them and basically starve a bunch of people. Um, you know, like I think he loves it. He's like, yes, I can't say it. I think he <laughs> he he can't say it out loud and go, oh god, yeah, I've got a huge erection right now because of what he's just said. <laughs> Yeah, yes, yeah. Let's burn shit. because he he's and he's full of rage right now. Yeah, he's full of rage, and he does, and and he, he likes to listen. That's what Tyrion says, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That he he wants to listen to all his advisors, and he doesn't say anything at all until everyone has stopped speaking. Uh, apart from he has my son, like that's yeah, it. like that's the only thing he says, and then he's just yeah. listening to everyone, and you can just I can feel like the anger building up in Tywin as mm. they're talking as Tyrion is just like reading mm. the room and thinking about yeah. how this one's a fool and that one's yeah. a fool. Yeah. I mean there's a bunch of idiots in there. Harry Swift. <laughs> yes. Like that guy. That guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like how could this happen? He just says it. I oh, we get it. This it's is a not, catastrophe. This is like a, 
<laughs> it's like a southern bell. Oh, how could it happen? Um, uh, know, like, I think it, Sir Adam Marbrand is like, you know, Sir Harris Smith, thanks for pointing out the fucking obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to work out who was it who said that, but yeah. It's, it, it's, was, it's, it was Adam Marbrand. Yeah, and Tyrion calls him a chinless craven. I love that. Yeah, like it, chinless craven. The, the, the mood in that tent is yeah. sour as fuck. Yeah, I would love to have been a fly on the wall and just be just sit there with like a big, like really good drink of something and just watch it. <laughs> just be like, yes, let's see this. Let's see some shade being. There's a lot of shade. There's a lot of, um, yeah, just some serious looks going on. Some stank eye from from Tywin Lannister. And then yeah. we get the the line where they're like, um, "My lords, we are beaten. We must sue for mm-hmm. peace." And then that's, I think that's the line that really pisses fucking Tywin off. Because Tyrion is like, peace. Tyrion swirled his wine thoughtfully, took a deep draft, and hurled his empty cup to the floor where it shattered into a thousand pieces. Mm -hmm. There's your peace, Sir Harris. My sweet nephew broke it for good and all when he decided to ornament the red keep with Lord Eddard's head. You'll have an easier time drinking wine from that cup than you will convincing Rob Stark to make peace now. He's winning, or hadn't you noticed? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, yeah, like he's not a winner. Like two battles don't make you a winner. Like mm-hmm. we're far from loss. We're not losing. And it's just like a bunch of nonsense. Yeah. They, it's kind of like when people are in a meeting and they just say like stuff that fills time, that means nothing. Like, yeah. Do this, blah, blah, blah. And also insultingly, uh, like, we could never trade Jamie Lannister for two girls. Ugh. Right. Um, <laughs> two girls, nothing. Um, you know. Um, like, they're just talking about, like, they're going on and on and on and on about, like, maybe we could yeah. do this. Maybe we could do that. Maybe we, like, it, 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 we must ransom Sir Jamie. And Tyrion's, like, rolling his eyes. And finally, Tywin has had enough. Mm. He's like, they have my son. And yeah. he said it once more in a voice that cut through the babble like a sword through sweet. Lean- suet. Suet. Lean- yeah. What the fuck is suet? <laughs> suet. I know what suet is because I've cooked with it. It is beef fat, a beef fat. And you put it in things like Christmas pudding and uh, pastry to make it really flaky and delicious. Oh, uh, that actually sounds good. <laughs> yeah, it is good. It is. It makes things really nice. But it is basically fat. I think it's Would it from be like, like the butter? stomach of a cow or something. Yeah. Is it the same it's texture like, as butter? Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. Suet. It's hard to come by. It's like something you'd have in the olden days and people say put suet in like your medieval food. Oh. It's like, yeah. It's the one of those things that often in. There you go. Uh, yeah, it makes very not vegetarian mince pies uh, that we have at Christmas over here and not vegetarian Christmas pudding. <laughs> Awesome. absolutely apart from the beef to it <laughs> um yes so basically tywin puts all of them out he's like leave me all of you mm-hmm. and then he looks at Tyrion, and he's like not you Tyrion, not you. remain and you as well kevin the rest of you out and then um, Tyrion is like, oh, okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Like, he wants me. On. Like, he um, loves it because he's finally getting what he wants from his father. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, my, my father actually wants me to remain in the room. Wow. Right. And his father actually says, you know what? You have the right of it. You have the right of it, Tyrion. Like, yep. 
all these fucking idiots don't know shit. Like you're yeah. right. He's finally seeing that his his son, and and I think as Jenna Lannister says it as well. Like Tyrion is more Tywin's son, Tywin's than child than than Jamie, um, and even Cersei. You know, um, and I find it ironic because also. Uh, that's why I really hope that the whole Tyrion is the secret Targaryen thing is not true because it just would be like in your face, Tywin. You've spent all this time hating your and abusing your child. Yeah. Um, and oh, this is the chapter that we we get the the glimpse that Tywin doesn't fucking like Joffrey. Yes, I know. He thinks Joffrey's basically an idiot, uh, essentially, and he and I. But I also think it's tied in with his feelings for Cersei because Tywin spends a lot of time in the later books trying to get Cersei's children away from her. Basically he thinks that Joffrey is the way Joffrey is, is because he spent more time with Cersei than, you know, and his father was Robert. I don't think Tywin particularly liked Robert Baratheon. Um, <laughs> saw him as a bit of a, uh, a fuck boy. <laughs> basically. Yeah. I mean, so <laughs> Tywin when he's he, when, yeah when, he wanted when, Cersei to marry Rhaegar yeah you know? he did not not Robert Baratheon so but oh, sorry he, what were you gonna say no I was gonna say that Tywin is like when they're talking about Joffrey mm-hmm. and Joffrey being king or whatever mm-hmm. um it said his father gave him a or Tyrion says at his age I committed a few follies of my own mm-hmm. and um his father gave him a sharp look I suppose we ought to be grateful that he has not yet married a whore Tyrion sipped at his yeah. wine wondering how Lord Tywin would look if he flung the cup in his face our position <laughs> is worse than you know his father went on it would seem we have a new king Sir Kevin looked poliaxed a new who what have they done to Joffrey the faintest mm. flicker of distaste played across Lord Tywin's thin lips. Mm. Nothing yet. But it seems like Tywin wants them to do something to Joffrey. And Tywin, like the distaste that you see on Tywin's face is because he, like Joffrey has put them in the position that they're in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, Joffrey's only, is he 13, 14? Yeah, oh, he's something he's, like that. He's like he's, he's the same. He's older age. than Sansa. He's the same age yeah. as Rob, I think. So I think he's. I like thought he 14. was younger than Rob, but I thought he was younger but taller. Like that was the thing he was. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he is younger. Rob, but, he yeah. is younger, so he's like. But like, like he is young, and he's also uh, like to put no fine point on it, a psychopath. <laughs> like he yeah. literally tortures animals. He's um, and and also completely. Um, I had some really interesting stuff about Joffrey because if you think about his life, basically, Robert Baratheon is not interested in his children. He's mm-hmm. not. He doesn't give a shit about Joffrey, and he want, and, and also basically spends a lot of his time uh, di- dissing his mum, like, yeah. like cheating on her, whoring around, and isn't a particularly good father figure. And he's just quite impressionable. And I, I do wonder if Joffrey got the notion to behead Ned Stark from someone else, like Littlefinger or something, just because it's such a, like, it really is a stupid thing to do. And as a player in the War of the Five Kings, it anyone with a half a brain knows that if you've got a prisoner as important and worthwhile as the Warden of the North... You don't chop their fucking head off. 
night after 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 offering them clemency yeah exactly and like and Cersei was Cersei was like beside herself that he did that Varys Mm -hmm. was beside himself that he did that yeah if it was anyone I believe that it was indeed Littlefinger well they yeah fucking bitch i can't stand him <laughs> i am so much like fucking i can't wait till something happens to him i hope sansa chops his head off with ice or whatever is left of ice i think um, she's gonna push to just push him straight through the moon door really i i think she's gonna chop because there's that whole thing with the um uh, what's her name the ghost of high heart does she say she, she sees them removing a giant's head um I think, I think he says she, slay, she slays a savage giant in a castle oh, made of does snow. She? Oh, well, I just think she's going to give northern justice and she's going to get Oathkeeper or Widow's Whale. She don't know where that is. And they're both part of ice, aren't they? And I reckon she's going to get one of them. If she does it, if she, if it's off. true northern justice, she has to sit, she passes the sentence. She must yeah. swing the She's going to do it because she's going to hear that little finger fucking was like, betrayed her father she's gonna find this shit out she's gonna the wool will be taken from her eyes over Littlefinger. that weird he's my fake dad but he kind of likes to kiss me situation yeah she's gonna find that weird thing. <laughs> um she's gonna see it she's gonna find out he can't possibly keep that from her no that he basically has schemed against the starks schemed for war against the starks and try to bring them down and probably probably was the one who told Brandon Stark at this very inn that yes. Tyrion is now in um you know like that that Lyanna was kidnapped by Rhaegar you, you know he's yep. a he's a he's, he's a shit starter he is he's, he's a really pot he's a pot stirrer and Sansa's gonna yeah. make him lick the spoon yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like a fucking troll isn't he he's like a, he'd be like the troll on Twitter just like shit out there and be like boom just gonna see what happens when I say this shit um (laughs) you know and I just think Sansa is gonna chop his head off she's gonna be like I sentence you to death she's not gonna do that stupid season seven bullshit with Arya that's not gonna happen no Uh, hell no hell no 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 they're not gonna get together finally and then (laughs) and then be like oh I think I'm against you actually because of Littlefinger no None of that. Yeah, like it's not. Arya is still thinking about the girl who loves lemon cakes while she's in Bravos. Um, so they keep talking, they keep talking, and they're talking about like all of the moving parts that they have against them, like Renly being king and Mm -hmm. like and Stannis and the Brotherhood without banners. Oh, yeah, and Rob Stark. Like they have so much going on, Mm -hmm. and Tyrion is like, you know take heart father at least Rhaegar Targaryen is still dead <laughs> like and Ty was like you know I had hoped you might have more to offer yeah. us than Japes Tyrion yeah and then Ty um does not like jokes he, he doesn't appreciate jokes he does not have time for banter so. he doesn't <laughs> let's get to business although I find it really interesting because he says at the beginning it was uh I felt at the beginning that there's something like Stannis is the greater danger of everybody. Yes. And it's weird because he I think he said in a previous Tyrion chapter that Rob is basically a green boy or something. Mm-hmm. And he just he's just thinks he's won a couple of battles and, and we won't will not lose anything to that kid. Yes. You know, and and I find it really interesting that essentially uh, someone as seasoned as Tywin really underestimates Rob Stark. He did. Who is new and green and clever. But it's that ego. Yeah, but he really overestimates Stannis, who actually 
in Stannis's camp, he can barely scrabble together the lords of the of of anything. Like no one wants to go with him because they don't like him. He can't. Everyone's chosen to go with Renly. Yeah. Um, and he's he's trying to get cell swords and and people, and he's just like his first chapter is basically Davos coming back to say no, no, no one's with you because no one likes you. I will say I don't think he I don't think he overestimates Stannis. Well, Stannis is a really seasoned uh, warmonger. What word am I looking for? Like yeah, like war- warrior. Uh, he, he's a yeah. hero. Like he's and he has done a number of things and he tries his hand in battle. But really, what wins it? What he wins things with? What turns the page for him is the as Tywin mentions this shadow binder from Ashai. Yes, and not not his prowess in war really. It, even oh. even later on, it's John who wins it for him in can, the north. He says, "Don't go one... to Deepwood Mott." No, it was not Deepwood Mott. I was thinking, what am I thinking of? What's the Storm's End? Not Storm's End. Who is it? When when he goes north, and he says, "Let's go the Dreadfort." I'm going to go get the Dreadfort, and it's John who says, "No, don't do that. That's yeah. a stupid idea. Go to Deepwood Mott and get the Flints and the Norries and these people behind you, and that's what's going to win you the north." And I, I just I just think it's interesting, Stannis is a seasoned commander but he he's famous for basically eating rats and not bending in a siege yeah you know, for a long time you know but he's good he's good it's just interesting because tyron really underestimates rob who fucks him over really yeah. shows yeah. like he is in a he didn't see that coming <laughs> no he did not he really did not um yeah I think that I, so the reason I would say I don't think that he overestimated Stannis is because at the end of the day, the only Mm. person that Tywin met on the field of battle really was Stannis. Because by the time Renly could do anything, like Renly was dead. Stannis took care of Renly. Yep. Um, And Rob, like he never really met Rob in battle. Mm. Like he just kind of tricked him. And killed him with mm. Walter Frey at, at dinner, but like Stannis was actually launching a siege. Yeah, yeah. At King's Landing, and and, 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 and Stannis was in the mouth. Yeah, and Stannis was in Dragonstone, which is basically if you want to get to King's Landing, like Dragonstone is right there. It, you know, he's next to it, so that is a danger. Having your enemy basically next to you, not having to march down from the north and through the Riverlands, it's it's right on your doorstep. Um, so that is dangerous for him. Although I do wonder in this chapter how much Tywin, what is his mind planning? You know, how much is he sitting there thinking, I wonder if I can turn Roose Bolton because Roose Bolton doesn't worry me too much because actually yeah. the Boltons hate the Starks. You know, I wonder what we can do here. I, I just wonder, I, I sit and think what's going on behind his cold eyes yeah he's he's definitely thinking he's definitely plotting like we see Mm -hmm. him move right into action Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. as far as like he's like we're going to heron hall like send the mountain out um Mm -hmm. send bargo hote out and like burn them amory launch like if you think (laughs) yeah amory launch and vargo and the mountain like they're they're like the worst people on the whole earth they're they're like a thousand awful people combined like like you're basically unleashing demons from hell <laughs> on the Riverlands. Yeah. Um, you couldn't think of anyone worse than mm-hmm. all of them. Yeah. Um, they're, per- they're pretty, they're probably the worst people mm-hmm. in the, in the 
the story Bargo Holt yeah. and the Mountain, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. not Bargo Holt, Sir 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 Armory Lord, they're, yeah, and yeah. they're they're both the people that are implied to have killed. Like it's it's not just the Mountain that is implied to have mm-hmm. killed Elliot. Like Sir Amory Lord is he didn't he kill the girl? He killed Rainey's Rainey's yeah, and someone else didn't he? Didn't he kill someone else for Tywin? Like a child? I'm sure he just basically really likes killing children. I'm sure yeah. I read somewhere He's about him. He's a yeah, <laughs> and he burns down like Yoren. Yor- he kills all of the Yoren's party. Like Yoren's like, we're men of the Night's Watch. We have, we have nothing to do with this. He's like, ah, fuck it. Let's just burn yeah. down and kill you. But I then, then the moment of the chapter that shocks everyone, including Tyrion, mm-hmm. is yep. he was like, um. I'm sending you to the city and Tyrion is like lost. And he's like, what city would that be? And he's like, King's Landing. Mm. I'm sending you to court. It was the last thing Tyrion Lannister would ever have anticipated. He Mm. reached for his wine and considered for a moment as he sipped. And what am I to do there? Rule, his father said curtly. Tyrion hooted with laughter. My sweet sister might have a word or two to say about that. Let her say what she likes. Her son needs to be taken in hand before he ruins us all. I blame those jackanapes. That's a great word, jackanapes. I need to use that word more in my life. I need more jackanapes. Our friend Peter, the venerable Grand Maester, and that cockless Cockless wonder. wonder. (laughs) What sort of counsel are they giving Joffrey when he lurches from one folly to the next? Whose notion was it to make this Jano slint a lord? The Mm -hmm. man's father was a butcher and they grant him Harrenhal. Heron Hall, that was the seat of kings. Yep. And it's like kind of did not have Aaron What the fuck? Like what? Yeah, Tywin is like uh, not having it. And he's also pissed that they let um Cerberus and Selmy. Yeah. He realizes that Selmy brings honor to any group of people. And they've yeah, he's old, but he's amazing. Barris and Selmy is a fucking badass. Like I love him. Yeah, and Tywin is like tells Tyrion like if any of these motherfuckers in King's Landing are playing mm-hmm. us false, and Tyrion's mm-hmm. like, yes, yeah, spikes, heads, walls. <laughs> Why doesn't he speak up at this point and say, oh yeah, by the way, right, English, little finger, by the way, just like yeah. to let you know that he told Catelyn and all these people. Catelyn took me. The whole reason this whole war is happening right now. I don't understand why he doesn't speak up at that point then. Why does he not say, we need to deal with Littlefinger? Because I'm sure Tywin would have had something to say about that. Yeah, could Tywin could have counseled him on it. Mm, exactly. Yeah, and, like, and actually, they, could have, they could have came up with a plan together and a lot yeah. of shit that happened wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. I made a list of all the people he mentions in that and what Tywin does when he gets to King's Landing and whether he deals with them. Like He does deal with Pycelle, who I hate. <laughs> yeah, sounds disgusting. He's like a gross. Ugh. I don't. He know. is. I don't like him either. Cersei, yeah. like wh- when Cersei tells him, I think it was in like season three. He's she's like every breath, every breath you draw in my presence annoys me. I'm like, yes, yeah, queen. yes, yes. <laughs> I love him for that. But um, Tyrion but he does. He he completely emasculates Pycelle and put like cuts off his beard, puts him in jail. Yeah, he deals with Janoslin. He's like, yeah, you're not the Lord of Harrenhal. Get fucked. Go to the wall. Yeah, you're not having any of this. Um, yes. and the, the, the way so he funny. did Janoslin, the way he did Janoslin is one that was of my amazing. Favorite, it was one of my favorite Tyrion moments ever. Yeah, yeah like yes, yes, Tyrion. <laughs> Get that guy, that stupid idiot. And what, what a fool he was. He didn't know you were already bought. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And 
the channel split is hilarious because he talks about himself in the third person all the time like he's yoda or something yeah I mean, when he goes to the wall he's like channel slit does not like this like what like, <laughs> why are you talking about this in the third person um but he, he deals with them but he does nothing with varus mm-hmm. not really and varus i know he's like holds all the cards because the minute varus gets to king's like sorry not varus Tyrion gets to king's landing varus knows he's Shay. he's probably pooping his pants and doesn't really and he clearly doesn't know what to do with Varys because he holds so many cards over him that he's like I can't do this but he doesn't do anything about Littlefinger not really he he sort of does that thing about Marcella's marriage and who's she gonna go with but he doesn't mess with him or I don't understand I'd love to know why he kind of leaves him be I know that Littlefinger no one sort of thinks of him as a warrior because he doesn't have an army and he doesn't have this but he does he is responsible for a lot of shit and in theory I, knows that he is yeah because Callan I know him, so it is exactly. weird so um, I, I mean it'd be a different book if he did <laughs> yeah it would it'd be a completely different story um but I wanted to say that Tyrion is torn about this mm. about Tywin sending him to King's yes. Landing like he's 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 shocked about it he, he's kind of like mm, why me like mm. why not my uncle Sir Adam like why not a bigger man yeah, and yeah, Lord yeah. Tywin said you are my son mm-hmm. and it says that was when he knew you have given up for lost he thought you bloody bastard you think Jamie's good as dead so I'm all you have left. Tyrion wanted to slap him, to spit in his face, to draw his dagger and cut the heart out of him and see if it was made of old hard gold, the way the small folk said. Yet he sat there, silent and still. Mm, that's and dark then, Tyrion. Yeah, that's, that's dark Tyrion. Tyrion. That's the dark side. Tyrion's probably a Gemini. And it was like... <laughs> um, <laughs> and it, it, Tyrion, and t- His own twin? That's like a theory, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and and the, he, <laughs> That he was like a chimera. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yep. And Tywin says one last thing. He said at the door, you will not take that whore to court. Mm-hmm. So Tyrion like sits around like moping for a little bit. But then he he kind of like goes to Shay, And then he decides, you know what? I'm taking you with me. We're going to yeah. King's, King's Landing. And mm-hmm. I think that taking her with him was that fuck you to Tywin. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm glad that you want me to do this. I'm glad you're finally acknowledging me, but you're just saying fuck Jamie. Mm-hmm. You just you just gave up on Jamie, bitch. Yeah. So now fuck you. I can't stab you and cut your heart out and all that shit, mm-hmm. but I am going to defy you and take this whore with me to King's Landing. Yeah. I think it's really interesting though that the setting of it, like firstly, he sees uh, Masha Heddle, it's Masha Heddle, isn't it? Her body mm-hmm. in the gibbet. Yes. Uh, outside his room. And after that, he makes this decision. So I feel like that's a little bit of foreshadowing of like, this is a bad decision, basically. Doesn't he say, doesn't it say something like, uh, her flesh had grown as thin and ragged as Lannister hopes? Like, as in, this is not a hopeful. Yeah. This is not a good thing for you to do. That's a, this, uh, is, this is a bad <laughs> omen that you're yes. making this decision as a body is dangling outside your window. But I also find it very interesting, the setting of this whole scene and it's interesting what you're saying about him, like not knowing what to do and what to th- feel like that. It's actually at the inn at the crossroads. And mm-hmm. I, I, I in the inn at the crossroads, a really interesting 
plus it's where uh, George R R R R R R Martin, he's got more bars. <laughs> <laughs> um, he sets a number of really interesting scenes there, and I find it interesting yeah. that he's chosen that name, he's Crossroads. Like, <laughs> yeah, the end at the Crossroads, and it's like every Dungeons and Dragons ever has an end at a Crossroads, right? Um, <laughs> and they travel as meat, and then they go on an adventure together. But T- Ty- uh, Tyrion has been there twice, mm-hmm. and each time he's been sent up one of the roads of the crossroad he's come down from the north he's gone up to the vale his life has changed massively at, at, at the crossroads <laughs> yeah and it which makes me think of that terrible why there are so many songs about crossroads but for some reason Meet i think me of at that. the crossroads Crossroad. won't be lonely. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like why can't i think of a better song about the crossroads there's millions um yes. but but the crossroads is really interesting because this is where there are like messages come there there's wrong turnings adventures begin it's it's a place where um where people's lives change and i think for Tyrion, the decision to take shay is the thing that is ama- like first of all to go it, to king's it fucks landing him. it fucks it him. fucks him first of all to go to king's landing fucks him because he's put in in the in the way of joffrey and cersei and they are dangerous for him and then also his decision at that moment in front of Masha Hedl's mangled, disgusting body is I'm going to take this whore who I've been specifically told not to take. And she's the one who at his trial um, lies and says all these things and, and essentially is bought by Cersei. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think I just find that like the crossroads, it, it, I, I love the crossroads idea and actually the, um, Crossroads is often a place where like mystical, magical things happen. I find that interesting too, like in like mythology and stuff. Yeah. I like this stuff. And like it's like the crossroads is also where like the dead and the living and the worlds combine. Or, um I think I read like vampires are apparently weak at crossroads as well. <laughs> something like that. Like you can kill them now or something. <laughs> but it's like something like that. I've I've read that. But his like each time he's been there, his life has gone literally in a different direction. He doesn't yeah. know where he's gonna go. He probably thinks he's going back to Castle Rock to the west, but he goes south and essentially seals his doom to be uh sentenced to death. Yeah. Which of course he then escapes. Uh, and goes on a totally different path to Essos <laughs> yeah. but it's like this is like, such a major place for him and I think he says it in that chapter like we're back at an inn but like literally this fucking inn doesn't he say something like yeah not here again I'm sick <laughs> of being here <laughs> like last time I was here cat stole me that stupid person um but it, yeah it's just a it's just an interesting that it's at this setting like it could have been anywhere they could have been in a castle you know like Darry or something but no mm-hmm. they're they're at this crossroads and then Tyrion is like yeah Shay with me this is a good idea no, and nothing could go wrong <laughs> and he fucks himself yeah, he does and it's so uh, he just didn't need to do that like just nope. don't take Shay <laughs> that that was but he has to but he can't let Tywin. Yeah. Get He's up. like, fuck you, Tywin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll do what I want. So, He's like me. I see myself in him. If someone tells me what to do. You want to do the opposite? The opposite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, okay. You want me to do that, do you? Cool. I'll do yes. what you didn't want me to do. Um, yeah. But, yeah. That is the chapter. That is 
uh, the last Tyrion chapter of A Game of Thrones, and we are winding down to the end of this book. Mm -hmm. And I want to thank you for coming on to Obsidian Nights again. Um, I appreciate it. And everyone. Oh, good. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> I do. I feel very blessed to be on this. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Blessed. No, it's love. It's just a great show, and and honest, it's what got me into the books. Uh, really? I, yeah, because I watched the show, uh, and didn't really know. I I was waiting till the end of season eight to watch them, but then I'm really glad I didn't actually, because <laughs> it's like mm. a year, a year or two between season seven and season eight, and I was yeah. like, oh, I might as well read the books then, because gray area talks about them a lot and they sound really interesting the thing that got me into it was like Varys you I didn't realize that the story with Varys was totally different oh yeah Um, like with the with Fagan and everything yes yes exactly and and then I was like oh this is quite interesting I'll read the books and that's like what got me into it so there you go well I'm like that's the highest compliment I can receive (laughs) thank you and i appreciate you coming on and everyone i will see you next week for another episode of obsidian nights thanks for listening and thanks for watching